0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe.
0: B u c c a d d r s. Oh yeah, baby! It's back. Our weekly Bucks break, where we break down yesterday's game and, of course, talk about the game coming up. On the hotline right now, the host of the Can Fire podcast, Rhett Matthew. What's up, buddy? What's going on, y'all? How are we doing? Oh, man. You know what? I'm surprisingly okay after a Bucks loss. I'm fine. Same. Same.
1: I think it's the best mood I've ever been in after a loss. I mean, a week one loss hurts, but just like you said earlier in the show, there's 15 more games, and uh, it is what it is, dude. I mean, it was undisciplined football. It was mm-hmm. week one. It was sloppy. We lost let's just move on on to Carolina.
0: I agree. So many little things that just went, uh, you know, the, the, saints way didn't go our way. Uh, stupid, stupid mental mistakes, uh, just sloppy play all over the place. Special teams was appalling. Uh, and then, you know, it was, uh, it's still a learning curve for Tom Brady, who, you know, has been in the same system for 20 years. So this is all new to him. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, I, I didn't expect and, perfection. It based off of
1: that first drive, I'll say this, man, I think the Bucks came out the better team. That first quarter, that yeah. first drive, the defense was looking good, the offense was humming, and then it seemed like somewhere in the second quarter, maybe right after one of those unwarranted mistake-filled yeah. penalties, that the Saints just kind of took over the mental game. Like, they kind of they got under a lot of players skin on Tampa and it, it just, it was, it was rough to watch. Like Mike Evans, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore were drawing each and every play, you know, and it, it was just, it really got under his skin. Mike Evans got clamped. He didn't have a good day and the mental just was not there. And by the time they bounced back and were ready to play, it was far too late.
0: Yeah. My, Mike and, uh, and, uh, Lattimore, they've had history, uh, many, many times. You know, t- to the point where I-, I believe there was a suspension a couple of years ago, where there was a fight and Jameis even got in the middle of it. Uh, you know, you know, at the the same stadium with the same two guys, and and I mean, even going as far as back as like uh, uh, Mike Evans's rookie year, he had problems with like Josh Norman. Anytime there's a smack talk or- or on the other side of the field covering him, uh, it-, it can get a little dicey. You know, I mean, he's he's grown up a lot over the last six years, but but Lattimore, man, a guy, he's really good and he's frustrating and he, he's a good smack talker. So, uh, yeah, there was, there was some issues there. But I think the main problem, the main thing was uh, just really dumb things that killed momentum. You know, you got like uh, fourth and one and the entire world. Knows that they're going to go with a hard count, and then you got somebody that's usually super disciplined in Vita Vea jumps off sides and gives them a first down. It's so deflating, you know. You got things like a blocked field goal. You got things like, you know, the 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 muffed uh, uh, kickoff return. You know, when uh, you know Mike or uh, was it Edwards? Uh, he just decides, you know, he wants to jump that, backwards. I was, I was that was was the most insane. That whole thing.
1: ordeal. Yeah, that was one of the most amazingly bad things I've ever seen in a Tampa Bay football game. Like, but we've seen some bad stuff. Yeah, over the years. Was that sad. was just laughable.
0: Yeah, there was like I said, there was a lot of things like that, and you just can't, you can't uh, make mistakes against a good team and win. You just can't make that many mistakes. And I, the whole time I was watching it, I almost had this this sense of uh, it was acceptance. You know what I mean? It's like, all right. We're gonna probably lose this game, but let's try to take away some good things from this game. I'm gonna continue to watch. Uh, Tom Brady is our quarterback, so we're never out of it. And at one point, we got within seven points, you know, in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, we'll see what happens here. We need a couple things to go our way, and uh, you know, it just didn't really, you know, we just really couldn't get uh, enough, you know, of momentum and enough things going our way. The offense is really struggling right now to try to, you know, gel and and get some cohesiveness. And I expected it, you know. But let's talk about some of the good things, Rhett. Let's talk about some of the good things that happened yesterday. What what, what stood out to you? uh, I think one of the biggest
1: highlights of the day was just the defense, man. Yeah. Like, they came out, and I got to say, I was more worried about that young secondary than I thought I had to be. Like, week one, Carlton Davis – Going up against Michael Thomas, I thought it was going to be a field day for the Saints offense. And uh, Carlton Davis stepped in there, did his job. He held Michael Thomas to 17 yards on three catches. I'm pretty sure that's tied for like the lowest or the second lowest amount in his entire career. Um, Alvin Kamara did not have a good day running the football. 12 carries, he only got 16 yards. He got a couple of touchdowns, but it is what it is. His longest run of the day was six yards. Well, that defense as a unit. They really did look good. It was just, it was, you know, it was those costly mistakes. Those, so those you take those away, this is a much Are different you, football game. What? And we might even be talking about the Bucks winning this one.
0: Hey, if you walked into a closet or something, walk out because you were breaking up just a little bit there for a second. Um, uh, uh, that's okay. Metro PCS. Anyway, but yeah, I that's what I was thinking too. When you look at the stat sheet, you you, you know, if you don't look at the scores. And you just look at, the, at the, like the Saints' offensive stats. You go, oh, the Bucks probably beat the crap out of them because Drew Brees 160 yards. You know, like you said, you shut down Kamara again. Um, you know, you shut down Michael Thomas, their number one weapon. He has a worst night or worst day of his career. Um, even uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he had a, he had a nice little touchdown, but he he uh, he didn't do very much at all. They pretty much shut them down. I think they uh, they had. I think less than 200 yards passing between him and Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill had a garbage 38 yard play trick play at the end, um, which I'm still pissed off about because people wonder why Sean Payton is so hated when you're up by nine points and there's less than 30 seconds left. And the other team doesn't have a timeout and you're calling timeout so you can score another touchdown. You've already covered the spread. If you're going with the Vegas odds, like, what do you? What do you want? You just want to be a dick at this point. Like, I couldn't understand it. And I've been around football my entire life, and I'm not one of these wusses. that's like, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, everybody gets a participation trophy, and uh, if you want to, if you don't want them to score, you should stop them. I mean, nobody does that. Nobody calls a timeout to try to rub in another touchdown. That was weird to me. I didn't understand. Why anybody would do that, and I don't. I don't understand why more people aren't talking about it today. Is it just me that that thinks that that was wrong? No,
1: it's dude. It's that entire Saints team. What it is like? I don't mind Drew Brees, but I hate everybody that plays around him. I hate <laughs> Michael Thomas. I hate Sean Payton. Like he's an ass. We've seen it year in and year out. Oh, and yeah. That's just how he treats Tampa. And the worst part of it is they're going to continue to be dicks until the Bucks can beat them. Because as of right now head coach Bruce Arians is 0-3 against New Orleans. So hopefully that's going to change come week nine, but until we can beat them, it's just going to keep happening, and sucks to see.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, though, as far as uh, bright spots. I I really liked uh, a lot that I saw from the defense. Levante David, Devin White, they both had 11 tackles. They're flying all over the field. Um, The defensive backs, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, he – I, he is my guy. I love that dude. I love his passion. I love everything about him. I love that he follows me on Twitter, which makes him even better. Um, and he's actually responded to me sometimes. You know, I was like, you know what, man? This is my guy. I like him. Yeah, get him on the show. Tell him to come on here. Call I'll try. Him. I will try. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm trying to mess with him. But, man, he was a beast yesterday. Damn, he's so good. In the run game, too. I mean, I love to see uh, a corner – Shut down to run. It really reminded me of like Rondé Barber, how good he was, and and run defense and stuff. And so uh, he's already getting some comparisons to Barber too, which is really crazy this early in his career. Um, but I really liked a lot that I saw from the defense. I loved what I saw from Ant- Antoine Winfield Jr. He looked for a first game ever with a very limited practice time, no preseason. He looked he looked uh, like he he's been a pro for like three or four years. He looked great to me. So. There's
1: a lot oh, of there's absolutely. a lot of pluses. Yeah, Antoine Winfield, he fit right into that starting safety spot, man, and, and a big load for him to take on, by the way. Over ninety five percent of the snap count on defense. Like you said, he filled in that role. He looked like he belonged there, and I'm excited to see how he develops. But that secondary man, I mean, just the growth. Mm-hmm. You know, we only could have hoped that they picked up where they left off from the last stretch of twenty nineteen. But, like, Carlton Davis, you know, Antoine Winfield having a really strong rookie debut, and then Sean Murphy Bunting showing that he's pretty versatile in the run support, I feel pretty good about that unit back there. A lot better than I felt this time a year ago. That's for damn sure.
0: Um, now, I I said this jokingly yesterday, but what do you think? Do you, do you think there's a possibility that Tom Brady, because uh, I know they were off today, do you think it's possible that Tom Brady goes into, uh, into uh, the one-buck palace tomorrow and says, hey – we're cutting Donovan Smith. I can't. I can't. I can't have this guy on my left side like this. this is it? You know. I. I wonder if he has that kind of pull. Cause man, I saw a couple times when he got whacked and he got up, and you could just see it in his face. He was like, "This, I'm not happy getting hit like this. This is ridiculous." And we, I don't. You know, I'm tired of hearing about how Donovan Smith is great for 60 plays and bad for five plays. We can't have five bad plays. And like, yesterday it was more than than five. This guy was laying – he was just laying down a welcome mat and stepping out of the way for for backup defensive ends. I I don't know what the hell was going on with Donovan Smith. Really, I I was so annoyed by him. (laughs)
1: For the most part, I've always rated him out as, like, an average left tackle. Right. But yesterday was just one of his worst performances ever. I mean, it, it seemed like he was getting beat on every play. A buddy mm. of mine went and did a film breakdown, and we talked about it. and It wasn't every play, no. but, I mean, it was bad. It was bad to watch. And I have to imagine, going back to what you would ask, if next week against Carolina, Donovan Smith gives up two sacks, you know, it's his fault that I have to imagine that something's going to be done and Brady's going to be talking to people. I don't know if it means he's cut. I don't know if it means he's just benched and right. we see Joe Haig filling at the left tackle, but there are some definitely some guys who could fill that spot if he, you know, just can't play up the snuff come week two. But it'll definitely be interesting to see because, in my opinion, there's no reason anybody on that Panthers defensive line should be able to just manhandle Donovan Smith. And he's making a lot of guys in the division... Makes their money like cam jordan he gets paid a big old contract just because he beats donovan smith beats the hell out of him twice yeah,
0: but you know what yesterday cam jordan was matched up on tristan Wirfs, who everybody was concerned about and tristan Wirfs looked like he had been playing for a while he i you know he didn't have the greatest greatest game ever but for a first game in the nfl i don't think you could expect much more than what you saw from tristan Wirfs. he was one of the stronger offensive linemen yesterday the weak link was 100% Donovan Smith. I mean, I, I don't think any the interior line looked like they, they played pretty damn well. I mean, I haven't looked at the entire film, but from what I saw live, and I focus on the offensive line a lot, uh, I saw, you know, uh, uh, Jensen looked great. I thought Marpet looked really, really good yesterday, and Kappa is Kappa. He's steady, steady Eddie. You know, he doesn't do anything yeah. dynamic, but he doesn't give up a lot of crap either. He's right there for you. Like, I— I, I didn't see a problem with the interior line. I saw a problem with the left side uh, collapsing a lot, and and it's and it's annoying as hell, man. It's just like you're 335 pounds, dude. Like just get up there and hit somebody. Just, I don't I don't get it. Like, the guy's good when he wants to be good. I need him to want to be good more.
1: Uh, the pregame bucks break, we talked about, you know, a good week for Bruce Arian's quotes. Well, I'm sure you heard some of the stuff he was talking oh, yeah. about today. Yeah. He was coming for everybody, man. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was throwing everybody under the bus. And Donovan Smith was definitely no exception. He, quote, said uh, it almost just seems like he's using bad techniques that, you know, he shouldn't be using as a pro. And they seem to stick with him. They show up at bad times. And that's what you see, sloppy play from Donovan Smith, bad tech."
0: I mean, it, it's ridiculous, Red. There's there's 32 starting left tackles in the NFL. Um, the, not no, not, one of them should be mediocre. Not one of them should be okay. They should all be unbelievably talented. They should all be the best of the best. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's a very elite position. And it's a very limited room. You know, it's 32. There's 32 of them. How are you letting people run right past you? It should be a lockdown position. How can we not find thirty-two Michael Orr's in the world? I don't understand. It, it, to me, it's insane. Uh, I don't. I know it's the same things. Like, how do we have these two guys running for president? I know. I don't understand how we can't find better talent out here. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not make this into politics. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So that that was my aggravation more than anything yesterday. Uh, it was very weird. Yeah, that's Uh-oh. right. That's right. Get off the phone, Rhett. Oh, Rhett. Oh, Rhettie. It's your own segment. Yeah. Oh, he's out in uh, BFE though. No, I thought. It was... Where's he at? Did uh, he like Riverview or well, something? Well, I thought he moved to Tampa though. Like in yeah. the real world, I think he's out in the country. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we should we should uh, start our own Bucks podcast and, uh, and have <laughs> all of his listeners come come uh, listen to our podcast instead. Oh, hey, Rhett. What's up, dude? ready Uh <laughs> oh! <no. laughs> he's just trolling us at this point boop guys uh if you want to listen to the cannons don't fire podcast with will and johnny uh let's be starting up a- hey Rhett, what's up hey, okay
1: uh my apartment's just got really really spotty connections so my apologies it's just you know it's what it's like being broke out here nowadays
0: jeez man that's very very sad very very sad stuff uh, all right, well, before uh, your Obama phone dies again, uh, let's uh, talk about what's coming up this Sunday, the 20th, 1 o'clock kickoff. The Carolina Panthers roll into Tampa to play in front of nobody. Um, what, 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 are you, what are you predicting? What are you expecting? I know we always like to do our MVP, who we think will be the best player and who we think will be the weak spot uh, for uh, this Sunday's game, and then, of course, predict, predict the score. What do you got?
1: is a weird team this year. I mean, they're a fresh team, fresh head coach, pretty fresh rostered.
0: Yeah. I wonder how their phone connection is in Carolina. You think it's good? Hopefully better than this. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. It's got to be frustrating. We should just have him uh, Morse code in, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know what we need? couple of aluminum cans with a long-ass string to go to yeah, his apartment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's got mad. He's like, screw <laughs> this. He needs to go outside, dog. That's what he needs to do. He might be outside. Uh, can of Fire podcast, guys. Make sure you uh, hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure you do that. Look, he, now he's calling it. He's hanging up on himself before I even pick it up. <laughs> Hello, Johnny B Show. How can I help you? More like amateur hour tonight. Am I saying this time you got calling in? This phone is terrible. Dude. It's fine, dude. No, this is a. It's actually a perfect storm of uh, the only show without a phone screener, uh, and then uh, the only caller without a phone. Uh, it's working out great. Uh, okay, so back to Carolina uh, <laughs> before you lose your service again. <laughs> go ahead.
1: I, ste- I stepped outside, so I should be able to hang on a little bit longer now. Seriously, dude. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so, you know, back to what I was saying, this Carolina team is just weird, and I really don't know what to expect. Um, going over some of their game they had against the Raiders last weekend, they took some shots, a little bit more than we've seen, like, Teddy take with the Saints last year. But, again, I just I don't know. You know, at the same time, I look at it, I look at Carolina being as fresh as they are, and I want to say there's no reason the Bucks should lose this game. I think if they come out and they crap the bed and they're 0-2, then maybe we kind of start to evaluate some things that need fixing desperately. But I've got the Bucks winning in this game either way. I mean, I just – I really feel like if they lose and they fall to 0-2, then maybe there's some clear problems on this team. But burning my jerseys. The, I'm burning
0: my jerseys immediately.
1: You, you take away the stupid penalties this weekend. They play like a disciplined NFL football team, and I think we can see some magic happen. I would love to see a big game from Mike Evans. Get a little rebound from last week, a big game against a division rival. Um, hell, I think he gets a hundred yards. I'd love to see it from Mike Evans this week, right. so he'll be my player MVP this week. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got the Bucks winning. I've got the Bucks winning by two scores. Actually, let me tack that on as well.
0: All right, give us a re- an actual score. Throw it out there just so you can look like a genius if you get it right. I'm
1: gonna go twenty-eight seventeen.
0: Twenty-eight seventeen is his prediction, and Mike Evans, the MVP. Who's the weak spot?
1: Oh, man.
0: Uh, Leonard Fournette.
1: Oh, as weird as that sounds.
0: Does sound yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I, I thought we'd see a little bit more out of him. Um, well, I mean, I guess we weren't going to see that much out of him. He's still getting acclimated to things on that offense. But I just think Ronald Jones is going to take that running back job and, like, literally run with it. I, I don't. I see Leonard Fournette coming in and chewing clock at the end of the game, but I don't see him being explosive. Um, I think if he gets in that game, he's going to get a couple of two, three, four-yard carries and call it a day. I just – I don't know. I don't see him picking up and taking off against Carolina.
0: Gotcha. Uh, William, your educated opinion. Uh, uh, educated uh, that's nice of you to say but uh i think i think the bucks do make a statement this week and i think they correct a lot of these problems and i do think they will win at home and i th- i like red's prediction of 10 points i'm gonna say it's uh it's uh 27 17 game okay i gotcha and who's uh who's the mvp and MVP who's mvp is gonna be tom brady he's gonna come Ooh, out firing okay he's probably angry I, th- I would think so. And who's going to be the weak spot? Who's going to be the guy you're like, man, that guy, what a piece of crap. Mm, the weak spot? Yeah. Well, I hope it's not Donovan Smith again. Mm. But, um, geez, I don't even know. Um, Yeah, I'll just go with Donovan Smith. I, I hope guess. not, but that's what, I'll, that's what I'll roll with. Great guess. Uh, Okay, so I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. And I also believe that we will win this game pretty handily, and I think it's going to be with the running game. I would like to say that Tom Brady would have a big-ass game, but I'm looking at how the Raiders ran on this team. I'm looking at how this team was 32nd and, start, and stopping to run last season, and they don't look better now. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Josh uh, – was it Josh Jacobs uh, for the Raiders? Mm-hmm. The, I, he, I think he scored three, yes. three touchdowns and just ran all over them. Like, pathetic. It's uh, – I think um, – I think Leonard Fournette actually has a better game. But when you said that, it was kind of funny to me because in my mind, I picture like Ronald Jones missing like a a blocking assignment and getting yanked and Leonard Fournette coming in and uh, and busting loose in like the second or third quarter. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe it's just a running back by committee um, and he just gave everybody a little bit of the rock. Um, But, yeah, I think we win this game. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. I think it's uh, uh, 21 to 10. We beat them. And I think Leonard Fournette gets in the end zone. Maybe once, maybe more. Mm. Um, I think the weak spot is gonna be a special teamer. Sadly, I think uh I think somebody is going to do something really stupid on special teams again and it's going to uh it's gonna be one of those uh come to Jesus moments with Arians, and if it's Edwards, who Ooh, yeah. you're looking at the practice squad kid. Bring Monty mm-hmm. Wilkins up. You know what I mean? Somebody. <laughs> we ain't gotta mess with this guy anymore. But yeah, that's my prediction. I think the run game. Uh, they're just gonna beat the crap out of them. They know on film that the Raiders can't. I mean that the Panthers can't stop to run. So we just beat the poo poo out of them. Plus we want to protect Brady. Uh, they do have some good pass rushers. Uh, you know. So uh, yeah, I like it. And and if we do pass the ball, and we will. I think you're going to see a lot of safe short passes. I think they're going to uh, you know, maybe do a little play action once we get the run established. You're going to see some scooter on some uh on some post patterns using his speed. So there might be some some big gashes in the pass game just because we're going to pound them so hard with the run. Yeah, we're going to pound them real yeah, good. Bro. Yeah, yeah right. girl. Mm. Uh yeah, so that is our predictions. Um Rhett Matthew, tell everybody how they can find the Cannon Fire podcast and, of course, you on all social media.
1: Yes, sir. So you guys can check out the Cannon Fire podcast on any major podcast platform, any one you think of. It's on there. You can also watch it with video on YouTube. Make sure you go subscribe over there and then hit the bell icon so you get notified every time we drop a new episode, just like today. And then uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Reticus. If you follow me, I promise I will follow you back.
0: How sweet are you? I got to start following people back. I'm just such a jerk. You know what I mean? I'm like, this guy ain't got no blue check. Um, <laughs> all right, Rhett, thanks, thanks, buddy. Another great Bucks break. Um, unlike the Bucks, we came out first week blazing. No fumbles. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah couple yeah, you, just a couple. Your phone did drop a few times. Your phone was the Donovan Smith of today's uh, broadcast. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, you know Tom Brady will 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 talk to your phone and get it in order and everything will be fine. Uh, Rhett, look forward to uh, talking to you next week and hopefully talking about a Bucks victory. All right, Bud.
1: Hell yeah, man! Looking forward to it.
0: Later, pal. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. There you go, Rhett Matthew. Everybody um poor guy i was actually hurting for him you know he had to hate that yeah he had to hate it so much he's like the son of a bitch i used to have an apartment like that too where something with the walls no matter where you stood you you couldn't get reception i think it was verizon i had at the time it was just it was a nightmare so luckily i don't have that now in my home thank you lord uh let's take a break ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it is monday so Mondays we do a thing called meltdowns. If you have something that's aggravating you, something that's got you pissed off, perfect time to get it off your chest and give us some content. It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.